Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why you are what you repeatedly do and why you're not. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so maybe you've heard the popular saying in the personal development space, you are what you repeatedly do. You are what you repeatedly do. Maybe you've really enjoyed this statement. I know there's something about it that has resonated for me. One of the things I like to do periodically is take popular sayings and just deconstruct them, or at the very least, add... uh, little more nuance to it, some more dimensions to it, just so that we can have a recognition that there's a little bit more complexity to life rather than, you know, one-dimensional statements. So this is one of them. You are what you repeatedly do. Why do I like it? Well, on one level, it's certainly true. I mean, your, your accomplishments, your way of being in the world, the quality of compassion you have for others, your level of fitness, All of these things are going to be improved and magnified by what you repeatedly do, your actions and habits. I've often talked about this. The more you practice gratitude, the more grateful you become. The more you practice mindfulness, the more mindful you become. The more you practice relaxation, the more relaxed you become. And that sometimes uh, healing and growth are truly that simple, just practicing the very things that you want, aka repeatedly doing something. And so if we take who we are as to be a certain expression in the world, certain capabilities, then yeah, there is some really powerful truth to you are what you repeatedly do. And I think it's something for all of us to take seriously. And on the other hand, I think you are what you repeatedly do is 100% incorrect. (laughs) But this requires a, a different definition of you, right? So if we define you as these things, the expression of these things, which is one fair definition of you, but it's filtered through a certain lens, then yeah, you are what you repeatedly do. But if you define you as the space behind or between or around or transcended to your thoughts, your emotions, your behaviors, your impulses, if it's more defined by awareness or being or that part of you that is inherent to who you are uh, from the moment you were born and even beforehand, then what you repeatedly do doesn't actually have a consequence on that part of you. That who you are on one level is is and always has been fundamentally whole and you could argue perfect. Your expression in the world and your patterns and you know, personality traits and quirks and what you believe and think, all of that much more like a ball of clay and can be molded. But right when you start going into meditation and you drop into this space within you that is able to observe what's arising without being caught in it, 
you do start to see very clearly that, okay, yeah, I, I can influence a lot of these things, my thoughts, my emotions, my actions in the world, but there's this other part of me that really has nothing to do with that. Not nothing in the sense that it, it can inform how we respond to those things that are arising, how we respond to thoughts, how we shift thoughts. We need that part of us that is aware to see that to then inform how we rethink something. But there is this part of you that's sort of in the background that is vast and expansive and is not touched by these things. You've heard me say this before as well. Your awareness of your fear is not in fear. Your awareness of your pain is not in pain. Your awareness of your thinking is not thinking. There's this dimension of you that is just there and it's vast. And many people would say this is the aspect of us that connects us to to all things. Consciousness, spirit, higher self, God. Lots of different ways to think about it and to feel into it. But what I do know is that what I repeatedly do doesn't impact that part of me. So how do we kind of bring this into our life? Because it can, is this just like a nice philosophical idea? In some sense, yes, but <laughs> on another sense, no. It has a lot of practicality. Because when we're too overly identified with what we're doing, then I think we're just subject to the normal roller coaster of of life. When things are going well, then we're happy. When maybe we've worked really hard and we got something then we're worthy. All of that can be useful, but it can also be complicated and it is it really connects our thought patterns and our emotions and our actions to a sense of worth and a sense of self. Again, I'm sure you can, and I want you to see, or invite you to see the utility to that, right? Developing a certain morality, certain wholesomeness, certain quality of compassion and connecting that to your sense of self as like, oh yeah, feeling like a, a good person, I'm feeling full. Like, there's importance to that. But also, there's if you're interested in more of a spiritual exploration, then to go into that territory involves looking at yourself beyond your thoughts, beyond your emotions, beyond your sensations, and your sensory experience. And, uh, and for that, you are what you repeatedly do. It can actually get in the way of that insight. And so these are the, the polarities, the paradoxes we hold as human beings on what you could say is a spiritual journey. Uh, we are these things and we're not these things. And they're, as long as we're in human form, it's important that we, we do learn to operate in the relative world and actions, thought patterns, emotions, development, all of that plays an important role in how we interact with others and, and how we grow. And there's this other exploration that is really powerful and important that uh, has less to do with our identification of those things. So I hope this gives you something to think about on your journey of practicing human. If you would like some resources like guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, to go a little deeper into these explorations, especially if now meditation is calling to you, you can text your email address to a number I'll share and that will send an automated uh, email to your inbox with all these download links. And that number is 1631-337-8298. Text your email address to that and you'll you'll get the email to your inbox. Thanks so much for your practice. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time, your presence, and for listening. 
I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care.